The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, having loved his own who were with him in the world. He loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Many of you know, Maundy Thursday comes from the Latin, a shortened slang Latin, for Mandate Thursday, or the New Commandment. And this New Commandment is familiar to most of us, that we love one another as Christ has loved us. Like most of Jesus' words, we have many experiences 
Many things are happening. Many things Jesus is trying to accomplish in one simple phrase. And all of them circle around that question that he gave to his disciples right after washing their feet. Do you know what I have done to you? Do you know what has been done to you, people of God? Do you know what's being done to you every time that you hear the gospel? Do you know what's being done to you when you hear what Christ did in his time on earth, what Christ continues to do through the body of Christ here, our hands and feet? Do you know what's being done to you when you are baptized, when you receive the sacrament of the table? Do you know what's being done to you? On one hand, in good Lutheran fashion, we are commanded and a little bit condemned. When we hear the gospel, when we hear of what Christ would do, we understand what God would have us do. And by extension, we are to do that same thing. Now, Sunday school taught us at least that much. And so that seems like a pretty harmless suggestion, but it becomes more and more grating on our very being when we considered all of what Jesus did. When we hear the command to love one another, it's a whole range and variety of folks that some are easy and some are hard. When we hear on Sunday morning that Jesus ate with the tax collector. We hear a gospel that tells us that Jesus actually sat and communed with people in positions of power who weren't using them correctly. That's what a tax collector was. And yet there was forgiveness for that individual before that individual even did anything. And do you know what's been done to you? You're called to do the same thing. When Jesus would touch the untouchables and the leper, we know that we are now called not only to be mindful of the people who our society systematically puts out of sight and out of mind, but we are to be the ones that go and dwell with them. And do you know what's been done to you? This is now your calling. When we hear of Christ with the Samaritan woman at the well, giving the life-giving everlasting waters that will quench all. We see Christ giving out the blessings of God to people who are not of the same nationality, not of the same ethnicity, not of the same religion. And do you know what's been done to you? This is your calling. This is your work. This is your job. And on the night in which he was betrayed, Christ washed the feet of the one who would betray him. Christ gave good gifts to the people who would spit on him. Do you know what's been done to you? This is your calling.
to give the good gifts of your life, the good gifts of God that God has given you to a world regardless of how that world will treat them, regardless of how that world will treat you. It's a sacrificial gift because this is what Christ does. But like I said, there's more than one thing going on in, this, in these words. Love one another is the command, just as I have loved you, is the gospel. Do you know what's been done to you? When the waters of baptism flowed over each one of us, God held you, and part of the body of Christ told you that you were a child of God and would never, ever be let go. Do you know what's been done to you? When every Sunday the body of Christ is broken and the blood of Christ is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin, Christ says, I love you in the most personal way Christ knows how. Do you know what's been done to you when in your sickness and in your illness people have reached out in overwhelming ways to stay with you, to keep watch with you, to pray with you both near and far? God has wrapped you and kept watch over you and never slept. Do you know what's been done to you when in your regular weekly attendance of church or your once in 45 blue moons attendance of church, God has welcomed you with equal open arms. God has loved you always, not regardless of who you are, but because of who you are. And God has called you good, deep down inside your heart. Do you know what's been done to you? call of God is not a complicated one, but it is a difficult one. And here now, as we turn towards the cross, that there is love for you. Share that love with all people. Thanks be to God. Amen.